welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, episode 244 of the Get Around Podcast. We are back and better than ever every week, trying to bring you a fantastic hour, hour and a half of uh, Northern Michigan sports talk. Uh, as we do, I'm your host, Brendan Queeley. Joining me this week, James Cook and Jordan Puente for episode 244, the first episode in quite a while in which we're not going to play the area code game. But Since I've been here, actually. We do have some exciting stuff coming up on this show. We are going to reveal the matchups for the March Logo Madness that <laughs> we're doing. We're, we are pitting... Uh, 24, uh, we've got 24 matchups, and what we'll do is, uh, and I'll explain it again a little bit later, we'll go 24 down to 12, down to 6, and then we'll have a final 3 that get voted on uh, for the winner, and I'll, I'll reseed after each round, so this isn't going to be a natural bracket style competition, uh, the way that I built the matchups themselves um, were based on some sort of relationship or similarity uh, and then we'll receive based on uh, vote count which we'll do votes on Facebook and uh, Twitter Tweets. so look out for that uh, throughout this week we'll get into a little bit more uh, a little bit later uh, but yeah, uh, great show that we have coming up for you. Uh, we will have All-State Girls wrestlers Anna Beers from Traverse City West and Cambry Lawrence from Benzie Central. We'll be joining James and Jordan in the studio a little bit later on. Uh, we will have a breakdown of the girls' regional basketball action that's coming up on Tuesday and Thursday. We will elect several more state champions into the Get Around Hall of Fame. And we will end the show on a happy note as we have uh, every week for the last few months and talk about what made us happy inside of sports and outside of sports. Um, but before we get into that, please remember that the Get Around Podcast is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations in Traverse City. They make subs that are freaky fresh. They do it freaky fast because they're Jimmy John's. Freaky. Yay. All right. All right. Question of the week, boys. Um, since we don't have the area code game for quite a while, uh, at least for the next like couple of months, uh, I thought we would open up with a, a question of the week, and with baseball coming up uh, and March Madness coming up, I was wondering, would you rather attend opening day uh, for your favorite baseball team after they won the World Series, or go to the first day of March Madness, but your team is not in the tournament? I feel like this is an easy answer, but also not an easy answer, because I've, I've been to the first one. I've I've been to opening day after my team won the World Series in 2006. Oh wow! White Sox mentioned. Go ahead and ding the bell, James. Sorry. Did it? Yay! That was weak. There we go. Ah! That was weak too. There's a headphone wire stuck in it. There we go. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, my 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 gut reaction to this was I would go to the first day of March Madness. Oh yeah. I think that would be my call, too. That's my call. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. So this wasn't really... My call. Because yeah. so, like last year, I went to the ACC semifinals and finals when I took a trip to New York. I basically watched three games, four games, off one ticket. So I was basically there for hours. That was fun. Like, I kid you not, that was a lot of fun. And I watched North Carolina, who won the actual championship. So that was, that was cool. But yeah, I am going to go with the March Madness one. 
just because that's been an actual dream and bucket list of mine to do. So that's yeah, my. Yeah, I want to do that too, where I go to a regional where you can see yeah. like four or five games in a couple of days type of thing. And, and going to something like the day after, yeah, or year after in this case, like Cena and I went to a Detroit Tigers game. It was a Tigers against the Brewers. And the night before, Justin Verlander threw his no-hitter. Oh. And we had tickets to the day after. <laughs> and, like, like that, people were excited because he had thrown a no-hitter the day before, but, like, the, there was just no energy that day after. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I got to tell you, like, going to the – seeing the ring ceremony for the, for the White Sox in 2006 and having them do, a, you know, a, a fighter jet flyover – and yeah. everything. I mean, obviously, this was this was after 88 years that they hadn't won the World Series, and being there for that celebration in yeah. person was it was incredible. Like yeah. it really was incredible. And it also comes with that, you know, it's opening day of baseball. There's all the potential in the world, right? Your dreams haven't been crushed yet mm-hmm. because you think, wow, my team, what they could they could do it. You know, or and or they did it last year. What if they repeat? Yeah. Um, and it is the the feeling that I had there, man. I mean, it was just goosebump moment after goosebump moment, just like piled on top of each other. And the crowd was absolutely electric, and that was that was great. So I've experienced that, but I haven't gone to the first day of March Madness, and that's always just a chaotic, like yes. frenetic amount of fun. And you, you are if you're going to stay there for you know the uh, the slate of games, you have the possibility of seeing like legendary March Madness moments in, in the first in the first day. So like, imagine, what if you see what if you see a sixteen upset of one? Imagine like, seeing yeah. And I was going to say imagine the people that sat last year to watch St. Peter's. They probably were like, who's St. Peter's? And then all of a sudden they explode to being one of the most prolific, one of the most awesome, cool team to watch all series. So. Yeah, Cinderella teams, like, yeah, it's just, you just kind of hit on, hit on it. Like, what happens, what happens if you see a Cinderella team? They're going to remember that forever. And people are going to remember that forever. And you can say, yeah, I was there. So, so what would you rather cover? Uh, and this is, a, 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 covering, I guess, a tool part. But yeah, if yeah, you yeah. cover your favorite team winning the World Series or cover your college basketball, favorite college basketball team winning uh, the national championship. College basketball. I love okay. college basketball. I can see. You, I, I mean, you, you, well, I mean, you're wearing your UCL. Yeah, uh, UCLA Bruins. Jersey, so, Jordan Farmer, legendary point guard. Jordan Farmer. <laughs> Jordan Farmer. James, James, what about you? That would be a tough call. Um, I mean, it would just be kind of cool if you became a beat writer for your favorite team. Yeah, like that alone would be something. Yeah, kind of yeah. sweet kind of a conflict of interest almost but like I don't, like if but I was it, like if I was like the Detroit Lions beat writer for somebody oh, it would be like yeah. although I guess I guess I can I crap on the Lions about as much as anybody so uh, <laughs> maybe I could do it I don't know well speaking of uh, speaking of March Madness let's let's get into the pulse let's get into our March logo madness and I will reveal the matchups to you guys uh, one by one as we go down the list and I'll explain the the method to my uh, madness wow my March logo madness 
uh, and uh, again, we're, we're going to be putting these up for votes. Uh, I think since we've got 24 matchups, I'll try to do like maybe six polls a day over four days um, that we can that we can vote on. Um, I don't want to put out 24 all at once and have everything kind of get lost in the shuffle. Smart. So I think yeah. if Smart. I think if we do like I think if we do six a day over four days, that should that should work. Um, so start with uh, start with number one, and it's it's an odd number one, but they are they have the same name, not the same logo. However, is it is the Traverse City Tritons rowing team. Versus the Traverse City Tritons swimming team. Now, if you haven't seen the rowing team's logo, it is awesome, and could very well be a an early favorite uh, to win this. Um, so the the Traverse City Tritons rowing versus Traverse City Tritons swimming. Number two, I've got the uh, Traverse City Bay Reps versus the Lakeshore Badgers, keeping in tune the. Uh, Co-op hockey, co-op hockey teams. teams yeah. I figure put those two against each other. Um, Lake City Trojans versus the Central Lake Trojans. So we've got the two Trojans, and obviously Lake City and Central Lake both have lake in there. So you've got your Lake Trojans going up against each other in our number three matchup. Uh, in number four, Traverse City West versus Traverse City Central. I figured screw it. Let's just go for it right away. Put the two rivals against each other uh, in the first round. Why not? You know, sometimes you just got to come out firing. I figured that would be a, a fun matchup. Uh, for my fifth one, I've got the Traverse City St. Francis Gladiators versus the Kalkaska Blazers. Now, the reason that I did this is because the Kalkaska Blazers mascot is a dragon and is a very cool-looking uh, uh, logo. It's pretty impressive. Right? And then you've got the Gladiators, and I figure I could have gone with like the um, Harbor Light Swordsmen versus oh, yes. the versus the Dragons, right? But I figure let's let's keep it in the Lake Michigan Conference and have the Gladiators battle a dragon, you know, kind of like in that the Knight versus the Dragon kind of a thing. That's where I was thinking uh, on that. We'll keep it in the conference the next, for now. Yeah, that's smart. Yes, that's yeah, smart. keep it in the that's conference for now. Who knows? Hey. I don't know. Maybe we'll 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 know something uh, in the next few days here. Who, who knows exactly <laughs> that? We'll have some some stuff to talk about. Um, so, the next uh, s- several uh, matchups are really just the matching. They're, these are matching matchups. So you've got the Leland Comets versus the McBain Northern Michigan Comets, Traverse City Christian Sabres or Sabres versus the Manistee Catholic Central Sabres. Boyne City Ramblers versus the McBain Ramblers, Beller Eagles versus Lake Le- Lake Leelanau St. Mary Eagles, the Glen Lake Lakers versus the Bear Lake Lakers. I'm upset that it's not the Glen Lake Lake Glens versus the Bear Lake <laughs> Lake Bears, but it is what it is. Uh, Cadillac Vikings versus the Grayling Vikings, wow. and then we've got the Red Pill versus the Blue Pill uh, when uh, the Gaylord Blue Devils take on the East Jordan Red Devils. Then you've got the Soundalikes. So you've got the Sutton's Bay Norsemen versus the Petoskey Northmen. 
which I, I, I look at the Norseman as just the Northman with a, with a lisp. Yeah. Uh, bad joke, I know, but I'm going to make it anyway. Um, the, stag, the Kingsley Stags versus the Elk Rapid Elks makes sense, right? Deer yeah. versus deer. Yeah. Uh, Benzie Central Huskies versus the Mesic Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Dog, dog v. Dog. Dogs. Yes, yes, James. One little thing. Uh, Alba's the Wildcats, not the Bobcats. Yeah, they're the Bobs. Alba is the Wildcats. Thank cat, you but it's very still much it's still for cats. making so it's, it's that. Still totally oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, okay, so here's the thing. Since that's the case, uh, we could do two matches of Dogs v. Cats. So we there could do go. the Huskies versus the Bobcats and the Bulldogs versus the Wildcats. Do we want to do that? Do we want to make I, that change? I think you can just take, keep it the way it is. You got cats versus cats. Yeah, you got to. I would, yeah, I would okay. keep a cats versus cats. All right, dog be dogs. dog, cat be cat. All right, so brethren, uh, or I'm sorry, the Benson Central Huskies versus the Music Bulldogs, and the brethren Bobcats versus the Alba Wildcats. Uh, the next one it doesn't really. It's the Frankfurt Panthers versus the Buckley Bears. I couldn't nice. really find a good matchup for them, but since I figure they're both in the Northwest, they're both. Uh, Dangerous, you know, apex yeah. predators. I think, uh, I think it works. I fig- yeah, they work. I figure that it works. Um, Gaelic St. Mary Snowbirds versus the Johannes uh, Lewiston, Johannesburg Lewiston Cardinals. Birds be birds. Uh, nice. Ellsworth Lancers versus the Harbor Light Swordsmen. So, swords be swords. <laughs> uh, the Onekum of Portagers versus the Boyne Falls Loggers. This is where I'm starting to stretch some things here, guys. <laughs> so, Portagers are uh, men and women who uh, ship things, right? And then yeah, loggers portage obviously from river to river. Are, so and you yes, and yeah, the logs yeah, go yeah. go in the old days go down the river. I make it. It makes sense yes, to me. It does. It makes oh, perfect sense. James, James, some people don't. Some man. people wouldn't know that though. So James, you're a beautiful man. Thank you for making <laughs> that connection because that's the con- that's the exact connection that I made. Is that all right? Well, if you're logging, someone's got to take the logs to where they're going to go and that's going to be the portagers so perfect all right uh the manton rangers versus the mancelona ironmen i just figured they're they're two jobs a ranger and an iron man they're they're two jobs they both start with, <laughs> they both, again, and they both start with man <laughs> yeah they both start with man manton mancelona i know i know that was a stretch it was not, you know, oh, when man. it got down, when it got down to here, I was like, oh boy, all right, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, we've got the, the GT Academy Mustangs uh, versus the Harbor Springs Rams. You know, Mustangs and Rams, uh, they're cars, yeah. right? You got a you know, animals, Ford Mustang cars, and yeah, you got the the Dodge Ram. It's kind of that was the best I could do on that one. Um, and then these, the, this, these last two are really just, they were the leftover ones and I apologize. The ones that just didn't straight up match up with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So the Traverse city United versus the Charlevoix Raiders. Uh, and I have the Raiders spelled wrong on here. My bad. Sorry guys. Yeah, it's... Uh, and then this is here, the, the, the theme that I went for with this, with the last one is that these were the problematic mascots, <laughs> the ones, the ones that people take issue with. Yeah, so true. we have the Forest true. Area Warriors versus the Manistee uh, Chippewas. Now, Manistee is already changing their mascot. They haven't yet, but they will uh, for the upcoming school year. So that was that was kind of where I went. Is that in bad taste? It surely is. But, you know, it, that, was, that was the only way that I could find a matchup for them. 
I so really I feel like the only one that doesn't have a good story is the T is TC United versus the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, but if you guys have, I don't know if you guys have any suggestions for this or if you love it and you have no notes. We um, missed one though. It, it, it might be what worth I mentioning. I mean, the Pittsburghers. Are we sticking well, high yeah. school? Are we sticking high school? Are we? Are we going yeah, I think we, I think we just stuck with high school. Okay. Yeah, we're we're staying we're staying high school. Okay. I did consider bringing in Dooms those, and, and uh, then I was like, I'm like, we could have the Pittsburghers versus the um, uh, versus the the Beach Bums, yeah. you know. But then I was like, let's just stick with current local logos, and the Pittsburghers just didn't fit in with Spoil. this. You know, we could have done the pits. We could have done the Pittsburghers versus the Cork Dorks. Yep. That one, you know, certainly could have done. Uh, but this keeps it at a, at a manageable twenty-four matchups that go down to twelve, that goes down to six, that goes down to a final three that everyone will be able to vote on. So that's kind of how we're going to break this down. We'll go week to week. Next week, we'll reveal our final twelve, and uh, I'll have the matchups for those. We'll, we'll be reseeded based on vote count. And then same thing for the six, and then the three. So that will will take us. Looking at the calendar, we'll have the the top twelve next week on the thirteenth, the top six on the twentieth, the top three on the twenty seventh, and then we will reveal our winner uh, on the April third edition perfect. of the uh, of the podcast. So. Falls uh, on yeah, the, I think that'll like falls under the championship. I think, yeah, I was gonna say I think that pretty much matches up right with uh, oh yeah with uh, with the uh, with Mar- March Madness bracket. So, mm-hmm. what do you guys think? I had a lot of fun putting this together. Um, I don't know if you could tell, um, <laughs> but I I put a lot of thought into it, and um, yeah, I had some fun with it. So uh, I'm glad we're doing this. I'm glad that we killed the uh, area code game for a while, uh, and that we're putting this together. So, any early favorites? I, I I wouldn't mind seeing like a Traverse City Tritons versus a Lakeshore Badgers versus a Kalkaska Blazers final. I think like Kalkaska in terms Blazers. of like the, the the logos, those three are really really good. My other underdog would probably have to be Sutton's Bay because if you walk into that gym, they have a ginormous painting of that Norseman. And whoever painted that did a phenomenal job doing that. So that's that would be my uh, underdog pick right there. There's a whole bunch of schools around here that have those stylized oh, yeah. paintings like that. And, and mm-hmm. the Bears, Buckley West, Bears. West they have, has one. Oh, Forest Area has one. Has a, that bear, that, when you walk into that gym, it's Buckley the first thing great, you see. Yeah. That is the biggest yeah. bear painting I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. And Buckley's like, even the, just the logo itself is really good, but yeah. that painting, yeah, that painting rocks. <laughs> yeah, so. and I think don't they call the gym the den. That's cool. That's interesting. That's cool. All right. I like that. Cool. Well, we'll start rolling out the, uh, we'll start rolling out the the matchup six at a time, uh, starting on on Tuesday, and we'll do Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and we'll make sure that the voting has ended by Sunday for me to put everything together, and then we'll reveal the top top twelve next week. Nice. So, Good luck, fun, fun stuff. All right, James. I mean, I got to give you the uh, the props for bringing this up last week because I think I would have forgotten about it. Um, <laughs> so, good thing, good thing you did. <laughs> I just figured we had to have something come up. We were talking about getting rid of the 
or, or pausing at least the area code game. Yeah, this was it. Yes. This was yeah. it. All right. All right. Uh, let's get into uh, to more bracket discussion and talk about the uh, the girls basketball regional uh, tournament that we have coming up on uh, Tuesday uh, and Thursday. Uh, really looking forward to that because we got some some wonderful matchups. So we'll just get started. Uh, we'll go down. We are we are, we're out of Division One teams, so no more Division One uh, schools for us. Uh, in the uh, in the yeah. regional finals, is that right, or do we have do we have anybody in the in the no, division? Because the, no. the Sioux won that regional, and just all of our Sioux. division one teams were in that same district. Mm-hmm. That's so right. The Sioux won that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I just wanted to double check because I was having a, a moment of panic. Like, wait, no. I'm like I know I looked through the brackets, but did I miss someone? No. Okay. So uh, in division two, uh, we've only got one team uh, left in in D two. And that is Kingsley. They are taking on Houghton at Manistique. Uh, and then Big Rapids is battling Standish Sterling at Clare in the the other final. Um, and then, obviously, it'll be either Kingsley and, uh, or Houghton versus Big Rapids or Standish uh, in that final. Kingsley uh, put together a, uh, a very tough regular season schedule for themselves. So their record, while I think they're a few games over uh, 500, uh, they were taking on some some really good teams. Does Kingsley have uh, what it takes to at least reach a Thursday final? All they got to do is just win this game and they're in. Well, yeah, literally, that is that is true. <laughs> thank you for hey, that's correct. Thank you hey, for man, the, thank you, you for the it, crack analysis, it, Jordan. I don't He's know like, uh, that if they win. Dude. You know, I was like, yeah, well, it's just... I think, I think if they win, they're pretty good small. bets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what you guys get paid for. The great analysis. Uh, <laughs> that was I mean, awesome. I mean, Houghton, was Houghton is a pretty good team. Yeah. Um, But... Yo, big rapids, so. You know, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen a whole lot of the UP teams this year, so no. I can't look at their schedule and really say if, you know, coming out with a 19-5 and record against that schedule is great or not. You know, it's like I like it's a loss to Hancock. Is that is that a good loss? I don't know. I, yeah, I, 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 really I just tell. can't tell you. But I mean, it's a solid record. I think it's. Fa- I, but if, if you look I, at Kingsley and their record is not as many wins, but we know that they've played a very competitive schedule. Yes, and I think that gives them the edge. I think Matt Shellick is smart to uh, to know that one, he's got some tough teams in in his own conference. Uh, and and two, he can go outside of the conference and schedule some some tough games that will prepare his uh, his team for uh, for the postseason. There are some coaches that that want to rack up wins uh, in the regular season, and they want they want to teach their team how to win, uh, while others want to bring out the the most competitive uh, opponents that they can and. I, I don't know. I don't know which strategy is better, um, but I, I can tell you uh, just to move to the boys' basketball uh, real quick. Uh, I don't think there's a, a team playing better basketball than St. Francis was uh, for that stretch after they lost to uh, Detroit Cast Tech, the number one team in Division One, uh, who I believe is still undefeated. Yeah, so they, they lost. They lost last Friday. Their Cast first, Tech did. Yeah, they yeah, did. The, to the number two okay. team in the state, who is now number one. 
also to add <laughs> brother add, rice so i mean they've got one loss but it was like in i think in overtime yeah against <laughs> another really really awesome team so take you know take that as you will yeah, but if you look at Kingsley, yeah, they didn't shy anyway. Their, their first three games of the season were Manton, Elk Rapids, McBain. Um, you know, and Manton with a uh, you know a healthy Lauren Wilder is a really really good team. Yep. Uh, Elk Rapids we know is very good. Yep. McBain we know is very good, and those were teams coming into the season that teams all around here knew were going to be good, so they weren't shying away from anybody. And then they scheduled Cadillac towards the end of the season. You know, a much mm-hmm. bigger school than them. I move the, on and to a lot like, of the decent Lake Michigan schools too. Yeah, I mean they didn't travel far for a lot of those games, but they they went and found some of the competitive teams in the Lake Michigan conference and, and other conferences. And, yeah. All right, moving on to uh, Division Three. This is the the most exciting uh, uh, bracket. Well, one of the most exciting brackets, I, I, I will say, uh, because it you are likely to see a and maybe this is just hometown bias, and I'm not seeing, you know. Um, whether uh, Beaverton or, or, or Hemlock uh, is going to be much of a competitor for Lake City or Traverse City St. Francis. But to me, this looks fairly straightforward in, in Friday or, or Thursday uh, being Lake City versus Traverse City St. Francis. Am I off there, or can we kind of pencil that in? Well, the team that St. Francis is playing against is on a – I mean, a lot of coaches like going into – playoff with the streak and they're on a 12 game streak so they're hot they're coming they're playing San Francis who I mean San Francis has had its ups and downs but they plan their schedule around teams like this team so I don't think you're off I think it's just we're not used to seeing we we don't see teams like this just because I guess maybe maybe it's for me it's just wishful thinking it is because that's really the that's what I want I I certainly you know if you it hope, ends up like, being Beaverton, yeah, because if it's Beaverton versus Hemlock, I'm going to be like, well, I don't care. I don't care, yeah, exactly. But if and it's Lake Jordan City I, versus yeah, St. Francis. Lake City and, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, on board. Be, well, on board. It'll be fantastic. It'll be awesome. But, yeah, um, I mean, Hemlock has a really good record, but, yeah. I mean, again, it's another thing where they're they're outside of our coverage area. I'm not sure Yeah, who they're playing. <clears throat> uh, Beaverton's not even 500. The only team, the only, I mean, yeah, you just mentioned it. They're not even above 500. Lake City, Travis City, and Stanford, according to the MHSA power rankings, they're all ranked above the top 10. So that's, uh, that should let you know what type of regional round this is going to be. Uh, in the Division Three regional at Sault Ste. Marie, uh, only Elk Rapids is there. And uh, I, they've got their... Uh, regional semifinal against Oscoda at Gaylord at 7 p.m. Uh, on Tuesday. I like Elk Rapids. I just I, I think they're a team that knows how to win, and I yeah I see them getting to Thursday. Um, whether or not they can leave with a regional championship, I I don't know. But there's just something about this Elk Rapids team that I really like. I think it might be the camaraderie uh, between the teammates. I, I think. The, the coach, Mike Brown, has uh, just a wealth of faith in his girls to perform night in and night out. So I, I really like Elk Rapids uh, in, in, that, in that regional. Me too. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, that beating Harbor Springs again um, had to be 
had to be a big win for them. I, I know three teams, times this season. That's I know a teams, lot of and I, and that's, that's the thing. I, it's I, hard I hear to do. Team, people say that you know it's hard to team beat a team three times, and I'm like, I actually think it's kind of harder to beat a team the second time. Like once you yes. beat them a, twice, then it's kind of then I think ten, then teams can sort of kind of be down in the dumps, and be like, oh well, these guys already beat us twice. We don't have a chance. Or I guess on the opposite end of the spectrum, they can be like really determined. We're not losing a third, third time. time. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah. But you, so you get a little bit of both of those, but. You know, Elk Rapids is playing a pretty decent Oscoda team. It's 15 and 9. And then in the other half, you got um, Nagani, who's probably going to win, I, I would assume, that other game against uh, Iron County, who's a bar- team that's barely over 500. Yeah, the, uh, oh God, what, what are the West Iron, Iron County, what are they? The, the, the Wycons. The Wycons, that's right. The, the, impetus for the funniest moment in the history of this podcast in my opinion uh between me you and brett absolutely dying of laughter jordan i will send you a link to this um cool because i could not keep my composure for this episode and i i just i got the giggles really bad and i couldn't i just couldn't stop laughing and brett our our former sports writer um by the end of it was so mad at me because we had to keep we had to keep re-recording we had like over and over it took us yeah we keep so long to record stopping that. and starting yeah. and then we'd, we'd start up again and we'd think that brandon had, or brendan was over the giggles <laughs> nope and then i'd start and i start laughing again like i had to i had to leave i had to leave the podcast room and go collect myself and james and brett recorded a portion of that podcast without me because I could not stop laughing. Man, it, was, it was that bad. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, all right. Uh, uh, continuing on with this, let's look at the uh, the two Division Four uh, brackets that we have for the regionals. Uh, one at Pelston, one here in Traverse City at Traverse City West Senior High School. Uh, Johannesburg Lewiston is taking on Inland Lakes at Sheboygan uh, in that D four at Pelston, and then at, at Traverse City West. Gaylord St. Mary versus Onekama, uh, which I still can't believe be brethren, uh, and then McBain Northern Michigan Christian against Glen Lake. Uh, both of those games are tomorrow. Doubleheader at TC West, 5.30, and then 7 p.m. scheduled to tip off for that McBain NMC Glen Lake game. Um, let's talk about Onekama beating uh, brethren uh, real quick before we get into anything else. Good for that. Um, I did not see that coming at all. That was a team, I believe, that was... <laughs> Seven and sixteen going into it, mm-hmm. and beat a team that had twenty, twenty-one wins, something like that. Um, I, I just thought this was, this a was a, a, I thought it was a, the the year for Brethren to win their their district championship. It would have been the first in in four decades. Um, it, it's, I, I, I was like, oh, Julie Riggs, she's got her team. She's got her team this year. That's going to do this. And then for them to fall short, it's so. I, I was a little heartbroken about. I was too. It. I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not mad at Onekama for what they did. They pulled off the upset and 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 and, pull, and got the win. That sort of sounded like a. You know what you did. You know what you did, man. <laughs> Why you gotta do it? Why? But you know, I I whatever. We're we're supposed to be but unbiased, but some we're fans. That's the thing. Yeah. We're 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 professionals, but we're we're also fans at times. And like some you just want to see cool things happen. That and I cool. just wanted to see Brethren win their first district in, in forty years. Now did I think they were gonna get by Gaylord St. Mary or McBain and MC or Glen Lake? No. No. But 
uh, I, I still thought they they were going to win. Uh, Kudos to them. I, I think a St. Mary Brethren game would have been phenomenal. I mean, I'm not going to make St. Mary could still be a phenomenal game, but defense. I, I, so here's a funny little thing: is uh, Friday morning I went on the radio on, on WGRY, um, and they asked who we were going to have on the podcast this week, and I was like, "Well, I think we're going to have Brethren basketball players," because oh. oh. <laughs> we've never had Brethren athletes on the podcast before, no. and I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be a great opportunity." Supposed to have the brethren kids, and and now we're not. Yep. But we got nope. the, but we got the wrestlers, which is awesome. I will say, yes. I will say, kudos to Onekamo because although, like, yeah, we all wanted brethren, but we all like to see cool things happen. So Onekamo being able to beat brethren, who I have seen a couple of times, their defense, it's that is unreal. Like, the hats off to how they were able to do that. Like, hold their district semifinals opponent to one point in the second half. I've never seen that done. Have you ever seen a team get hold to one point in the second half? Did you – okay, uh, this is a related question. Correct. Have you, did you look at the entire district matchup in that district? That night, the two semifinals, yeah. the two losing teams combined for five points. Yeah. So, I mean <laughs> – Oh my God! Yeah, one it was. It was one scored three. Yeah, it was an interesting yeah. district. That district itself was pretty interesting. But hey, how's yeah, it was Nicola? what fifty to two and forty six to three, right? Or yeah, what, something like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, like I've never seen that happen in the same district, like on the same <laughs> night before. Hey, but how's so it here, Here's a question that I have to ask, but I don't know if it's even relatable, worthy. Uh, is Glen Lake vulnerable to an upset yes. to uh, McBain, Northern Michigan Christian? I think anyone is. Okay. You I think, th- I mean, uh, this is, you, you I mean, are we, whittling we, down the best also, of the best. That's, what, that's what's happening. Yeah. I mean, after seeing TC Central go down to the Sioux, get beaten by the Sioux, I think at this point we can see anyone get anyone beating anybody. But, mm-hmm. I mean... <clears throat> Yeah, my personal opinion. Yeah, I think anyone could just get beat on any given night because it's playoff basketball. It's a different atmosphere, different feeling. It's not the regular season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I would say that Glen Lake is the heavy favorite to win the whole regional. I mean, just, yes. just looking at it from a non-biased point of view and everything. Uh, Gaylord Saint can Gaylord Saint Mary beat them if they're hitting their threes? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, can Maybane NMC beat them? Yes. I don't. I haven't. I don't know enough about it. McBain and MC's team this year. Last year, maybe McBain and MC matched up with them better because they had Bennett in the middle, um, yeah. which would be a nice player to be able to try to counteract some of Glen Lake's height with. I don't know if they have that this year. McBain teams usually do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> McBain just grows tall people. In in addition to all the agriculture, they also grow tall people. <laughs> nice. Well, you got you got Paige. I don't know if it's Ebels or Ebels, uh, but she's she's really talented. Uh, mm-hmm. Elena Roosevelt is is very good. Jada Van Nord, they've got some good players uh, on that team. You know, last year in the uh, in the regional final, it was Gaylord St. Mary versus McBain NMC. We we could see that rematch, and that was a phenomenal game. I w- I went to that game. I covered that game, and that was that was just so much fun. That was a game where Gaylord St. Mary they came out in the first quarter had so much energy and they hit their shots and McBain D just wasn't able to rebound uh, after that. Not literally rebound, but like bounce back, uh, I should say. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of, a, a lot of good fun uh, coming up here in, in this, 
in these uh, these regionals. Of course, we have boys basketball districts this week as well, which we'll be covering uh, tonight. We're recording this Monday, uh, Wednesday, and Friday, and then we've got uh, yeah girls regionals on Tuesday and Thursday, and kind of a break for us on Saturday. <laughs> Neither of you guys have to work. Uh, which uh, I'm, I'm sure you're both happy about because we will be having some very busy weeks coming up uh, with uh, <laughs> with everything going on. All right, before we get into the uh, the athlete interview with uh, Anna Beers and Cambry Lawrence, just wanted to, to take a moment here, and uh, I'll, I'll address this more in a column coming up on Sunday, uh, but I wanted to talk about it here on, on the show as well. Um, you know, going through uh, and making those matchups for the the March logo madness, it made me realize just how much work uh, we do, how how big our coverage area is. Uh, I mean, forty eight uh, teams at, at the least, forty eight teams that we cover in, in prep sports across three seasons. Um, and, and that didn't even include, you know, I didn't even throw the Vasa Raptors. Uh, in there, the the Nordic Ski Club, which we'll talk about here in the Get Around Hall of Fame a little bit later. Uh, but then we also, uh, we have, you know, we're putting on all-star games now. Uh, we cover the pit spitters. Uh, we have the prospects tournament and, and training camp and, uh, and, and all of, you know, speaking with, uh, with a coach uh, uh, yesterday, you know, he he talked about how he'll send in results, but oftentimes the, the coverage is just a blip in the newspaper. And I, I had to say to him, I said, well, un- unfortunately, 90 to 95% of our coverage is blips because that's what we have the time and space for. Uh, do I wish we had a, a bigger sports staff? Of course. Do I wish that you know, all, all three of us were making a little bit more money and, and had greater resources. I absolutely do. Uh, I, I, I wish that some more investment was being made uh, in our, our sports department and uh, gave us the uh, the tools necessary to, to cover things as, as well as we'd like them to. I mean, I, I look at the we have four state champions uh, in wrestling on, on Saturday. And while I thought Jason Schmidt did an incredible job, as a freelancer, and he absolutely did. He won. I, I thought he did a great job in coverage. But ideally, we would have had stories, one story each on all four of those winners, right? I mean, Josiah Schaub winning from Traverse City St. Francis got a couple of paragraphs. He deserved more than that. Trevor Swiss from Petoskey deserved more than that. Uh, Braden Goutreau, uh, back-to-back state champion, deserved more than he got. The All-Staters uh, that, that didn't win, but maybe you know placed anywhere from second to third, uh, deserved more coverage than they got. The Glen Lake girls basketball team has deserved more coverage than they got. Gaylord St. Mary, Kingsley, all, all of these teams that I, could, that I could rattle off who have deserved more coverage. But yet I am so incredibly proud of the work that the three of us have done this season and the previous fall sports season. Um, I, I was so proud of the paper that we put out all, all of last week. Sunday was great. Saturday, Friday, I, we, everything was so well done, and it was it, it's being done by by three guys who really care about the work that they're doing. Jordan, I can tell in your story writing uh, that that you cared. James, obviously, uh, you've been doing this for you know going on near in what two and a half, three decades. 
Um, and the, the compliments that I, I get, Jordan, uh, Julie Riggs said to me, she loves talking to you. She's fun to talk because to. Because she feels that you, you're, you're so kind and caring uh, and, and that you, you're invested uh, in, in that team. And, and she, you know, was just so complimentary uh, of you and, and your work. And uh, f- for the criticism that we get, and, and we get it every day, um, you know, it's, it's why wasn't this covered more um, or, or why wasn't this or, or that. And it's, it's tough because we do a lot of really good work and uh, we work really hard and uh, it's, it comes with a, a constant stream of criticism. And I, I use that for us to try to get better, and I take that in. You know, early on when, you know, we got called out for not covering wrestling as much uh, as we were, I, I made a, a conscious effort for us to cover wrestling more and, and do more with that. So I, I just want to say to those who, who question our, our coverage, just know that we, we want to do more. We just don't have the time or the manpower uh, and sometimes the space to do it. You know, they're, they're, everything is limited. Uh, and uh, as for for us putting out a paper seven days a week, um, we we do a fantastic job. And having to prepare every week for the week ahead, it's it's a great deal of work. Um, but just just know that we we're doing the best we can. Uh, we want to do better, um, but I still think we're doing a great job. So with that said, with, with with that over, uh, let's get into uh, our athlete interview with. Uh, all-State Girls wrestlers Anna Beers from Traverse City West and Cambria Lawrence from Benzie Central. Around podcast is happy to bring on Trevor City West freshman wrestler Anna Beers. Hi, thank you for having us. And Benji Central Junior wrestler uh, Cambry Lawrence. Happy to be here. Is it Cambry or is it Cambry? Am I pronouncing it right? Uh, Cambry. Cambry? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Close enough, right? Yep. There you go. So, you two fresh off the uh, individual state championships this weekend. Both got seven place. Yeah. Yep. So, you got that, all, that first team all state. Stuff. So, what do you get for being all state at the wrestling tournament? Is it just like a, just like another little medal, or do you get something better than that? And then you also get a certificate, which your coaches and um, athletic director have to sign. Mm-hmm. Nice. And they're like the smallest medals that you get yeah. for the tournament. I know, because with normal tournaments, the medals are pretty, pretty decent size. Yeah, but like yeah. districts and regionals and states, it's always it's just like the little. Like quarter size? Yeah. Still? Yeah. So small. So, so small. <laughs> it's tiny. It's the tiniest metal ever. Right, come on, man. Right. Yeah. This is one state. I guess that's <laughs> they have to make them, so many of them, they have to make them small, right? Yeah. Like, this is one state. Like, a little bit? Come on, man. Yeah. First team all state, man. That's going to be. That should that's be huge. Like, that should be a, a huge medal. <laughs> I will say, you're a freshman, right? Yeah. So, winning all state, you, you, le- you just started. And now you're an all-stater. Yeah. Has that sung game for you? Um, it's, it's, it's cool. It's really, it was a good opportunity and experience to have as a freshman. 
What about you? I mean, all state. That's that's cool, regardless. Well, I've qualified every year, but this year is the first year I've placed, which is a big accomplishment for me because I've tried every year, and this year it finally happened for nice. me. Nice, let's go. Mm-hmm. I like that. What's kind of the difference? And, and uh, what, what changed, you know, where you kind of built up from, from qualifying to, to placing? Well, I just, I fully got committed to the sport, and I put in the work over the summer, and I just worked hard every single day to, you know, reach that goal that I had for mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. How, how cool is it to see the growth of female wrestling in high, at the high school level? How just how much it's grown in the last few years, and then becoming an official sport, having the finals at the same place as the guys, and everything. I mean, eight-player football doesn't get <laughs> the same location as the rest of the football finals, but I think I think it's cool that wrestling, everything's seemingly a little more even. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool. We had about seven or eight girls on our team this year, which was just cool to see that and. Our youth program is growing a lot, and it's cool to see all these young girls loving it so much and really wanting to continue with the sport, and you can tell how much they really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I had a, another girl come out this year. I'm used to being the only girl with the guys, you know, and I finally got someone to come out, and we, we plan on having more come out next year, so it's, it's really awesome to see how many girls are coming out now and, you know, just trying it. Mm-hmm. What do you, if somebody at your school is, is thinking about it, or, or if you're just talking about it to somebody and you're kind of trying to recruit them and get them to come out for the team, what do you say to them? Um, it takes a lot of commitment, but it's a really fun sport, and I don't know, I, I really pushed my one friend to join, and she ended up loving it, and I tell him, like, the coaches are really supportive of the girls and really try to push girls to keep growing as a sport and um so i don't know i'm just trying to explain to them as much as i can about what you do in the sport mm-hmm. yeah and i'll just i'll try to encourage them just to try it you know give it a shot because if you don't like it you don't have to come out again but if you give it a shot then you can see if you love it because if you don't try it you don't you don't know you know and mm-hmm. i just i want to give more girls the opportunities that I've been given. Yeah, because when I I was in high school, uh, I had had only wrestled, like, in gym class, pretty much. Like, in middle school, they would have, like, a week or two of wrestling in gym and stuff like that. And then I think I went, I had a friend of mine who was a big wrestler, so I went to a couple, like, I went to one or two tournaments or something, like freestyle tournaments in middle school. And that was all I'd ever done. And then I didn't think I was going to do it in high school. And the wrestling coach, like, came into my classroom one day when I was a freshman and said, hey, can you come out for the wrestling team because we don't have anybody else that can make this weight class <laughs> in the whole school. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he's like, uh, he's like, I can't promise you anything other than you're probably going to get your butt kicked a lot. <laughs> and, he, and he was right. <laughs> so, but it was def- I, think, I think it was definitely worth it. I think it's maybe the most rewarding sport, I think, yeah, as far sure. as yeah. teaching people. You stuff, a, discipline. You and on top of everything that everybody else has to do in every other sport, you have to do all the the watching your weight. You you, you know, there's nobody out there to help you. Yeah. You, you have to do everything yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, if yeah, you're a football yeah. player and you miss a block on a play, maybe somebody else picks up that guy, or maybe the guy doesn't get the sack or something like that. Oh, but if you're cool. out there wrestling and you mess something up, 
Dude, you're done. You had an actual wrestling like session for PE. Like that was an actual like they in middle school. Yeah. Yeah, we actually still have. You that serious? In middle school. They're bringing yeah. it back next year. We haven't had it in a long time. I'm jealous. <laughs> we. I'm from California. We didn't have any of that. We weren't even sniffing any of that. So <laughs> I'm, I'm jealous. Like, got a different childhood. Yeah. Session and I'm gonna help. Anyways, I'm just. I'm mind blown, actually. So how did so? Essentially, you guys had PE classes teaching wrestling. Is that how you got into it, or how did you get into it? No, we actually we don't have it right now, but they're bringing it back next year. And I kind of my brother wrestled, and so did my dad. My dad placed eighth in the state um, back when he was in high school, his senior year, and. So I knew that he had wrestled before and stuff, and so my brother started, and then I kind of got forced to start going to his practices, and... Was it because he's the only call at home, Yeah, or? well, my mom was always working, and then um, I had to go sit at one one day, and I was like, this actually kind of looks fun. So I joined it the next day. My dad signed me up, and I joined it, and I've loved it since then. What about okay. you? Right, I got one thing in between. Go ahead. And we'll, come, we'll come back to this. Okay, so you've had a couple of days then. How much have you rubbed it in that you got seventh and he um, got eighth? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so my dad was like, well, you placed higher than I ever did. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Freshman year. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a that's such a flex, though. Yeah. That's such a flex. It is. What about you? How did you get okay. involved? Yeah. How did you get started? Um, so... I was in gym class, and Coach Lovey said that we were going to play King of the Mat upstairs, mm -hmm. and it was girls on one side and boys on the other, and I was one of the smaller kids in the class, and he, we had just learned how to do a few basic moves, and none of the girls were beating me, and I just went heavier and heavier with the girls, and none of them could take me down, and I was beating every of them every one of them with a takedown and mm -hmm. lovey was like you need to come up and try <laughs> wrestling so i did i love that you guys call him lovey <laughs> yeah. does everybody or just yeah, the wrestlers that's, just, that's his name just yeah. lovey yeah <laughs> that's that great awesome. that's awesome um so and you started a little bit earlier right yeah this is my seventh year okay yeah so what keeps you going through that like, um, like, like wrestling as a kid yeah like not even high school yeah well my dad was my middle school coach so he's always like pushed me to keep going with it and I mean he's really supportive either way if he's just always making sure that I'm happy with the sport and still want to do it and my high school coach has also been pushing me since I was younger just to keep going with it and I don't know I think that I've just it's kind of just like my personality now like I it's just part of me and I don't know it's just it's really fun mm -hmm. um now how much different was it for you this year at the finals aside from the whole placing and stuff with having the team there for the first time I mean this is the first time Benzie's team's ever gone yeah. I mean having some other a lot of other members of the team there and stuff um, I know the team and the individual are different, but, I mean, you had a pretty good representation there. It was a whole new atmosphere for me because, you know, I remember last year me going in there and I had so much anxiety and I was just by myself and trying to stay out of my head, but, you know, I was, I was by myself, you know, just me and my coaches. And then 
this year with the guys there. Like it's just so much more support, and I get to watch them compete, and they're they're all sitting on the side, yelling and screaming for me, and I just it was a lot different, and it was a lot better to have all the guys there so we could support each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, so I get so you'll be the the very first female wrestler from Traverse City West to to become to be all state or to place. Yeah. How, wow. What does that feel like? Um, I think it's I think it's really cool and um I think well I was also the first um Titan Pipeline uh person to ever qualify and place at states, which is our youth program that we have and mm-hmm. Um, I think that just goes to show how long I've stuck with it and hopefully to like um, inspire the younger kids that you can do it and if you stick with it you can you can go really far with your career in wrestling and um, I don't know I think I think it was they're gonna know who you are for a long time like (laughs) you kind of mentioned it I'm the first one to do this I'm the first to do this I mean and you're only in ninth grade like that's the crazy part about like all of this it's like you only you you have three more years. Who knows how many more rack up like all states you can rack up. But yeah. just for the first one. She mentioned she was nervous and jitters and all of that stuff. I could only imagine you were on the same yeah. level. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, talk so talk to us, how was that whole experience like for you? Um, it was really nerve wracking because like just the next thing and the next thing like at regionals trying to like I was super stressed about qualifying for states and um actually a lot of my matches I was losing by a lot my first one my first match I was losing 16 or 17 to 5 and then I pinned her in the last 20 seconds and um so (laughs) it was just like the stress of looking at the score and knowing that like I don't know what's going to happen after this and then um for my last match to see if I was going to place I also was down uh, 10-5, and then I pinned the girl, um, again, sometime in the third period, so it's just, like, not knowing what's next, and feeling the stress about, um, like, having all that weight on you, and trying to not get super stressed about it, but... How did you stay locked in, then? How were you able to stay, like, because that's a lot of stress, like, because yeah. you're looking at the scoreboard, you're like, oh, I don't want to, like, count numbers, but if I do this, oh, if I add this up, oh, I might place. Yeah. How did you stay locked in? You really, like, you don't have time for that. It's just, like, you have to focus back in and um, kind of realize where you are and think of the most positive things as you can in that time. As hard as it is, it's really mm-hmm. what you need to do. And so I, all I just think about is, like, I want to place, I want to place, I want to do this, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that, like, the biggest deficit you've faced in a match? Um, yeah. I think, yeah, it is. Being down, what, you said 16 to 5? Yeah. <clears throat> that's, a, that's a pretty big deficit. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. think, yeah. Pin the girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have ever, I came back from something like that, I think, once in high school. And it was the same thing where I, like, pinned somebody. Yeah. I committed the ultimate sin, which was, you know, not supposed to reach back. I, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I did that one time and it worked. Yeah. When it, the hips. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. man. Um, and you were on Team Michigan this summer, right? Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I was. What What does that all involve, and and what kind of places do you get to go? What do you What do you do with that? So I had never been out of the state, and you know, it was a day at work, and Coach Jamie Smith stopped mm -hmm. in, and she's like, "Hey, we had two girls, and they were drilling, and they gave each other concussions." Because at that level, the practices are just, you know, you're going your hardest, like, the whole time. And they asked me, they're like, do you want to go? And called my dad, asked him, gave mm -hmm. him her number, and they talked. And I got to go, and it, it was a great experience. It was, I, I don't think I'll ever forget it, actually. Because going down to Oklahoma and going against the best girls in the country, when I only was given a few days to learn a whole new style of wrestling and then mm -hmm. you know go out and compete and it was just I don't know it was cool it was a whole new look on things and mm -hmm. I got to meet a lot of cool people that gave me a lot of opportunities hmm. did you fly did the you drive oh sorry how did you get you said you, was it just Oklahoma that you went to visit or did you visit anywhere else I've, I've been to Pennsylvania too for nice. the Super 32 duels but um we drive there. We took a bus to Oklahoma, and we took a car to Pennsylvania. So, how mm. was the bus ride? There? Oh, I know. I, I know it's long. That's a long bus ride. But how was it? Mm. Um, on the way there, it was a little rough because we still had to get weight in. So people who were, you know, on the brink of making weight, you know, can just eat a bunch of food yep. and all that stuff. So, <laughs> and yep. then I remember waking up, and we had gotten to Oklahoma and it was super hot outside because we came from it being like cooler go over there and it was just it was hot it was super hot and you know everyone was kind of mm -hmm. tired and moody and hungry it does that did you have somebody on the bus who was like I don't have to watch my weight <laughs> and just be like I'm, I'm already under and just was, eating in front of you well I was actually the person who was way under, but I didn't. Uh, eat a you were that person. Yeah. You did. <laughs> I wrestled twelve pounds heavier than me at Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Because oh, wow. it's just what they needed, and I tried to pack on a few pounds, but it just it didn't stick. So I just went out there and I wrestled my own weight, and I mean I held my own, but. Which, which part of Oklahoma? What? Which part of Oklahoma were you in? We were in Tulsa. That's awesome. How cool is it in being in, in northern Michigan where, I mean, it's taken off, female wrestling has taken off all over on the state, but to have somebody up here like Jamie Smith who's just really connected into women's wrestling and you know, kind of really a, kind of a helping, driving force with this, how cool is it to have something like that to draw on? Um, she's just really supportive and, you know, she's always there if we need something and she's given me a lot of opportunities and, I just, you know, I really appreciate having her here. It's great mm -hmm. opportunity. I don't know, because yeah. Nyland has been pretty big yeah, in supporting everything, yeah, too. Rusty's, Rusty's pretty big, too. But it's cool to have a girl that coaches it, other than, like, I mean, mm -hmm. I love Rusty, and we love having him, but it's cool to have a girl that's a coach and understand what you have to go through and um, to know that there's other girls that... Or would be willing to even coach. It's just cool to have her as a coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we were we were talking a little bit before we started recording about superstitions or whatever. And you said you guys really don't have those as much as the boys. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't 
participate. <laughs> no? Yeah, I don't participate. Yeah. So what's the what are some of the weirder things that you see some of the guys do? <laughs> if, um, and if you don't, don't want to call people out on your own team, you can say what you've seen at tournaments. People do at tournaments or mm-hmm. something like that. You don't, you don't have to do it by name. You know, just, just like what are some of the more odd pre-match rituals that you've seen? Some of the, some of the girls uh, getting ready for before matches is interesting like the things they do <laughs> they just some of them like go crazy before they, matches they try they try to beat you in a mental game and yeah. it's not like how oh. mugged me before a match one time and i wasn't being serious at all and i started laughing and like i didn't know what she expected from me but it's like it's unnecessary kind of but <laughs> she thought it was like a ufc weigh-in yeah, I was going to say, that's the, that's the only thing that came to my mind. I just looked over and she's staring hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> There's this one girl in my white class who, like, I don't even know what she does. She just starts jumping around like a spider monkey and, <laughs> and like, stares you down and just looks at you. Wow, she's jumping around yeah. and doing all that yeah. stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And then paces, like, very fast. How did you react? Like any reaction? Like when you saw it? Like we just same reaction as her, kind of laughing, giggling inside. Well, it happened to one of my friends too, Bella, and she <laughs> winked at her. <laughs> I would have winked back and yeah. waved. Like so, Bella Hi. winked at her. Or she winked at Bella. Bella winked, Bella winked at, at her. her. Okay, so she <laughs> she, she just she just returned the volley. Yeah. That's up funny. The, went up another notch. Yeah. Oh, nice. that's funny. That's awesome. Uh, that's pretty we, cool. I know we talked. Um, before off air and how you guys kind of know each other somehow. How do you guys know each other? Wrestling, I don't know. Um, we met this year. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. We've seen each other at tournaments. And, yeah. You know, at States, we warmed up together and drilled to make sure we were both good and ready to compete against the best girls in the state, you know? Mm-hmm. And just share common goals. Yeah. So. Awesome. My dad also knew her more before I did because... I met her last year. She came out for this girls wrestling meeting thing that we did at the high school last year. And so he knew her and would always talk about Cambry. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like Cambry. And then we became pretty good friends this year. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, well, you, you both have, you have another year left of high school. Yeah. You've got several more years left. What are your, your immediate plans for the future? doing similar things like Team Michigan or whatever during the off-season. What else are you doing? Um, <laughs> I'm for sure going to do Team Michigan again this year because it's just made me a whole new wrestler, and I wrestle differently, and, you know, I don't mm-hmm. wait to do stuff. Like, we train just differently, and it just makes me a way better wrestler. So I am going to chase opportunities, and next year I'm going to come to take whatever I can get. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. go out there and give it my all. And whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to work my hardest and train all I can and, you know, go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jamie was talking to me about Team Michigan, too. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of commitment, <laughs> but um, I think I'm going to try it maybe next summer just because I have lacrosse this year. So I think I'm going to try it next year. I think it would be really cool to do, and um, I think I want to wrestle in college too, just because you can get really good scholarships for wrestling. So, mm-hmm. and it's really growing mm-hmm. for women. So, just opens up a whole new 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there so, seems to be so many opportunities there. Yeah, and Albion College has yeah. a really good wrestling program so far, and it's their first year, too, for girls wrestling. And my parents both went there, so I think it would be cool to keep that going and wrestle at Albion. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You mentioned that the Team Michigan was kind of different. I'm assuming it's a freestyle. It's freestyle wrestling rather than Greco-Roman. Yeah, we, we wrestle freestyle. Yeah. How how much, how much did you take that change? Because, I mean, it's a, it's a completely different style, different strategy. Well, I mean, I took the three days to learn moves, and I practiced with Coach Jamie before we went down to the Rev. And then we did a practice with Mario before we went to Oklahoma, and I just, I don't know, I wrestled how I wrestle in folk style, just with freestyle moves in it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, it turned out pretty well, so I just go in there with the mindset, open mind to learn, and just score, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, freestyle is harder to get a pin because, I don't know if it's the same as it used to be, at least. Like, you had to get, you had to put somebody on their back within so much of a time. The, the tournament I went to for freestyle, I was like, this does not suit my style at all. Like, you had 15 seconds to turn somebody or something like that when you got a takedown, and if that you didn't, they put you, they put you back on your feet. Yeah, freestyle, I find it easier to pin, just because when you put them on their back, all the ref has to do is hold up their hand, and if the official agrees, then it's pinned. But the thing is, with freestyle, it's two three-minute periods instead of three uh, two-minute periods. And then in between the two periods, you get 30 seconds to talk with your coach to try and improve in the match at however you can. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I like it a lot better than folk style just because, I don't know, I like how it works and I like how points get racked up. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot easier to win matches. Mm-hmm. How about you? Do you, have to, do you go back and forth between the two? Well, I've actually never wrestled freestyle, but I went into one practice this summer, um, but I don't know. I'm interested to see how much I like it more, and I think uh, freestyle would be pretty cool, because that's what they do in college is they wrestle freestyle, so I mm-hmm. think um, opening up to that more would help me in the future, so I think that... Uh, I should try freestyle soon. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but when I was when, when I wrestled, freestyle was generally more on your feet, okay. more takedown yeah. based, less on the mat. Oh, yeah, you, <laughs> so, yeah, when you get yeah. somebody down, they give you a certain time to try and turn them. Right. So if you can't turn them, then they just bring you back up. Yeah, you go back to your feet. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I didn't like being on my feet anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I want to be on the mat. <laughs> I just. How I handle that is I, when I'm going for the takedown, I try to look for whatever I'm, or know what I'm going to do as soon as I'm going for that takedown, like know what, how I'm going to try and turn them because, mm-hmm. you know, in freestyle, they just kind of lay there and try to not get turned. So I, game on, you know? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, you have to go into, a little bit, go into it with a little bit more of a game plan. Yeah. Turn your takedown into being it's able to like get, them, a, get them on their back. strategy, just take down right to a, right to a turn yeah you can't stop after you get the takedown yeah you gotta get them ready for a roll and just keep rolling if you're gonna roll so you can get points racked up really quick mm-hmm it seems like the, they'd be kind of the, the way there would be a lot less stalling oh yeah there's a lot less stalling in freestyle because mm-hmm. it's bring back up and just take down and after take down mm-hmm. hmm. cool 
just learned something. I've never, I've never wrestled. I've never part of wrestling. I had friends who wrestled, never understood it. So I just learned a whole new world right now. So I didn't know there were two different. Because you said pro, and then you said freestyle, and then there's multiple. I'm like, yeah, I didn't know there were so many different other, uh, like, right, different three. kinds. Three that, yeah, three that I know, Greco. There's three? Style style. Which one have you done okay. thus far, obviously, aside from the one you probably I've do? I've wrestled folk style, um, but I've heard most people like freestyle better than folk style. Yeah. So. Okay. I just learned that today. When I, was, when I was in high school, they just referred to high school wrestling as Greco-Roman. And yeah, the other Roman stuff that you would do at tournaments that weren't high school sanctioned was normally freestyle. Yeah, yeah. just do folk style <coughs> for high school now. It, it could just be like the same term. It could maybe just be the same terminology. Like in Greco-Roman, there's more, it's more, more body. yeah, more locking yeah. up. Throws. Yeah, mostly throws. Yeah. <coughs> Are you throwing people? Yeah. Whoa. Because you can't, you can't like take shots or go for the legs. It's strictly yeah. hand fighting and throwing, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Well, you could. I mean, when I wrestled, you could you do everything. So I don't know. I think it's. I think it's just a matter of terminology. Of, of different terminology and stuff, but I always like doing throws, just because I was probably in the same weight classes like that you are. I know you wrestled like what 115 and yeah. 125, yeah. right? Yeah, like I wrestled 112 as a senior in high school. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And so, like at 112, everybody's just about shooting all the time oh, yeah. and everything, and I was just like, nope, I'm gonna lock up and throw, <laughs> just to be weird. Dude. But how do you not get thrown worked, around? Worked out, huh? How do you not get thrown around? I had good, I had good lower body strength. There you go. That's where you that's go. where you that's where you do the throws. It's not arm strength. Um, in, in doing throws, it's all leverage and lower body. Do you have a famous like a uh, memorable match this year that you were a part of? Like anything that comes to mind as far as I'm gonna remember this one for for a while. My first match, honestly, the. When it was 16 to, um, 16 to 5, or the one before when I um, was going to figure out if I placed or not, just um, there's this really funny picture of me getting my hand raised, and the girl like has her hands over her face, and she's crying. And <laughs> it's like... Yo, <laughs> so that was a fun, so that was a really funny photo. No, Man, I feel bad for the girl, though. <laughs> Photo. I know, I know. I'm just match. twisting. I'm just <laughs> twisting your arm right now. Wrestling, but with words. See that, you like what I did there? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, that's, what about you? Any memorable ones that come to your, mi- your mind thus far? I think uh, one that I'm gonna for sure remember is my finals match at regionals. Nice. Because I had pinned all the girls in my bracket, and mm-hmm. this one had me like shaking in my boots. So I'm not gonna lie, and. I just stepped out on the mat, and I knew she was going to try to throw me, so I was prepared for it, and she got really upset, so she started getting really aggressive, because, I mean, when you wrestle girls, girls just, they go a whole nother level if they get upset, and uh, uh, we had been just hand fighting for the whole first period, and I knew I had to get a point, so I chose down, and I just knew that I had to get out right away, and I did, and... You know, she kept on trying to just throw me over and over again. So once she chose down to try and tie up the points, I just knew I had to keep her down, and I 
worked and worked and worked the whole last period to keep her down and it was just really rewarding because last year I would not see myself winning a regional championship like that and it yeah. was just really rewarding you are. for me. Here you are. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Cool. Well that's awesome. Thanks thanks both of you for taking part of your day out here and coming to join us and thanks for being so good this season. I mean yeah all state all state in there. Yeah. All right, thanks again to Anna and Cambry for joining James and Jordan in the Get Around Podcast studio. Greatly appreciate it. Congratulations to them on their All-State honors that they picked up uh, while wrestling uh, in, in what is now the, the fastest-growing sport uh, in, in Michigan, uh, which is girls wrestling. Let's get into the Get Around Hall of Fame. This one's pretty easy. We had some state champions over the weekend, so I figure we would just quickly go through that and put them all in. Uh, the wrestling state champions that I had mentioned earlier, Trevor City St. Francis's Josiah Schaub, Kingsley's Cayenne Fessenden, Gaylord's Brayton Goutreau, who won his second uh, back-to-back, and then Petoskey's Trevor Swiss, who won a state championship and capped off an undefeated season at 47-0. and uh, And then uh, we had the Nordic Ski uh, Michigan High School State Championships over the weekend here in Trevor City at Hickory Hills and had some state champions uh, around uh, from here. Trevor City St. Francis is uh, Josh Kerr. He swept the boys' events and also won the mixed uh, uh, doubles relay. Uh, and then he had Annie Paulson from Trevor City West as well. She won, uh, I believe, the classic sprint and also won the uh, the mixed doubles. Uh, it was her and Josh Kerr that won the mixed doubles uh, relay. So uh, with that, I would just say congratulations uh, to all six of those, Josiah Schaub, Kyan Fessenden, Braden Goutreau, Trevor Swiss, Josh Kerr, and Annie Paulson. You are all the latest inductees into the Get Around Hall of Fame, the most exclusive club in northern Michigan. All right. I have been talking for quite a while. Yeah, you're doing good, man. Uh, and I apologize. I apologize for that. You're doing good. Uh, but let's, let's end the show uh, on a happy note, uh, and uh, I'll let you guys get started first. And then I will go on my spiel at the end about what made me happy. James, just a heads up, I have not seen the latest episode of The Last of Us. So me, me either. Good are, job. Hey, okay. Way to point that out. Okay. I, I was just going to so say if there are any... All right. <laughs> um, all right. So who wants to uh, start us uh, uh, on what made you happy inside of sports this week? Ooh. Good, uh, I can go. <clears throat> what made me happy inside of sports this week? Uh, it was a awesome, it was a nice weekend of sports. Uh, a lot of basketball games, uh, a lot of college basketball games are slimming down to their conference games. So it's, it's, we're in that time of my favorite time, which is March, basketball, everything happening all at once. So it was cool. It, it, just watching basketball games this weekend was probably what I enjoyed the most. Tons of it. James, anything anything making you happy in sports? Oh, let me see. I'm getting I'm you know, I'm getting geeked up for the NFL draft. There you go. I've been uh doing some of my own mock drafts on the PFF did website. You? Oh fun. Did you, did you see that old lineman just no oh, no, it wasn't the old lineman did there's a defensive back who basically ran like a four four three or something like that. Did you see that? Yeah, there was some pretty crazy uh I, I gotta so look, I also gotta look and see how Ryan Hayes did. Oh, yeah. Ryan Hayes oh. was in the combine. Oh yeah, 
Oh, so, okay. Yeah. He's look. He's watch. He's watch. The mock drafts that I've seen have him going in like the fourth round or so. Cool. That's that's really good. It's I, I I hope he gets picked up by the Lions. I think that'd oh. be that would be awesome. That'd be awesome. You know, you that know? could be a possibility because I could, you know, they have a they have a need for a guard, and I could see so do the Steelers him being able to do that, and then still be able to develop and work and maybe you know work on playing tackle too in the NFL. So Steelers I mean, that's not as out team. of the question as as one would think. Hey, it's still okay. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to keep an eye on that and uh, see if. Uh, you know, maybe maybe in some downtime, uh, a Ryan Hayes story in the future would be a uh, would be a, a good a good idea. Or have him on the pod, uh, the newspapers. Ooh, see if we better. could. Uh, ooh, we could do that as well. We get him better. on the pod because you know. now that he's now that he's done with his athletic eligibility, he uh, he can do this. They, he can do whatever he wants. As far yes, as he can. Yes, I sweet. believe. Oh, why not? Both? Doesn't have to go through the school. Why not? Both? That's true. So. <clears throat> All right. So I, I will do. I will do my inside and outside of sports all in one. Okay. Uh, and that, that means that I will be referring to the art of pro wrestling as a sport. Nice. Because uh, last night was AEW's Revolution pay-per-view, and I was able to get my work done. The show started at 8, at eight o'clock. Uh, I was able to get my work done by like 7.35, so I got to watch a little bit of the pre-show and then had myself an absolute blast watching just outrageously fun, super, I mean, beautiful uh, in-ring technicians doing some, some great stuff. I was texting back and forth with my gal pal. I was texting back and forth with uh, a, a 7 to 4 sports director, Harrison Beebe, just enjoying pro wrestling. Like, for me... It was just, it was a Sunday night of enjoying something that brings me a great deal of happiness. And I will say this, and I will admit this uh, on, the, on the podcast. After one of the matches ended, I was so moved by what I had just seen that I literally had tears in my eyes. Like awesome. I was overcome with emotion from watching a wrestling match. I don't know what is wrong with me. I love that I don't for you, know though. what happened to me. I don't know what it is, but I was so it was such a visceral reaction where I was just like, I can't believe I just watched that. I'm so happy I saw that. I and that so I was like tearing up. It was wild. It was wild. And I had just an absolute blast. It was like it was four hours where I was just able to disconnect from all the stress outside and just enjoy something that I really love. So That's for awesome. me, that made me happy, and it was at the end of the week, and yeah, put me in a put me in a good place. So tears um, in his eyes, I guess. Bad bad uh, groundskeeper Carl impression from Caddyshack right there. <laughs> <laughs> James James bringing the fire today. James really is. He's on one. Super entertaining. If you're if you're interested in sports, one one thing I stumbled upon this week is that uh, for sports podcasts is that Josh Rebant, the the manager for the Traverse City Pittsburghers, yeah, yeah, yeah. has his own podcast now. Oh, nice. What is it about? Uh, it's just called Unparalleled Performance Podcast. He has his ep- second episode he released this week. His guest is Lance Parrish. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. Is, uh, yeah, I will check that out. I will too. 
Nice. Check that out. That's yeah. awesome. Duly, you know, I'm gonna note we that. Reach out. I'm gonna yeah, note that for the summer. See if he wants to see if he wants to uh, do a little bit of advertising in the Record Eagle for his podcast. Free, so. free pub, free, <laughs> free go. pub, bro, free pub. I'm not giving him free pub. He'll, he'll pay. <laughs> we'll, make him, we'll make him pay for advertising. Or <laughs> that too. Apparently, we apparently we need the money. So, uh-huh. right. <laughs> hey, but I love that for you. That's awesome. Way to disconnect for four anything hours. Else, uh, anything else for you guys outside of sports that, that, uh, that made you happy? Yeah, um, for me, uh, there's two. Um, just counting down the days for my mom to come and visit. And this weekend, Sweet. now that we are, you kind of said it already, we're getting a weekend off. Uh, one of my good friend, my cousin, who is good friends with famous boxer named, by the name of Tony Harrison Jr. He uh, he's from He's based out of Detroit. He had the WBC belt a couple years ago, but he lost it. So now he's fighting in Australia this Saturday at night, and my cousin's going to be walking with him, videotaping, all that stuff. I have a pretty good relationship with him, with Tony, which is pretty, it's one of those things that I'm in this field that like you kind of, you get to step back, you get to step back and be like, wow, this is what my journey has come to where I'm meeting famous boxers, famous football players, and I'm still building relationships. So it's one of those things outside of sports that made me realize that, Wow, like the more times I do this, the more <clears throat> people that I get to meet that I have developed relationships with that I can potentially like help them or like interview them or stuff like that. So that's what I was able to take back from this week from this weekend. So yeah, they're all sweet. That's very that sweet. cool. Awesome. All right, James, wrap us up. What, was what, your you what, tweet, what tweets do you have? Outside of sports? Yeah. Oh, James's Twitter. James, James's James. Twitter corner. Yeah, I'm looking, at, I'm looking through it right now. I mean, this <laughs> most of it's sports related. Uh, one okay. thing, one thing that was cool was that there was a uh, there was a game between the Capital City Capitals and the Eastside Stars, which is a high school, their high school co-op teams downstate, like Lansing area. Uh, they had their their hockey regional game went to six overtimes. Holy Moses! Before no Capital way. City won one to nothing. No one scored. Oh my god! It was a zero-zero so, game. It was zero-zero all the way through until the sixth overtime. You gotta ask Man, some hockey players how they feel. About how how do you stay locked in for what six were the OTs? what were because a one zero to one right. game final and six OT? I never heard of that for any professional college or high school. Never heard of that. All right, well, that will put a bow on episode 244 of the Get Around Podcast. A good show uh, this week for sure. Uh, make sure that you are checking out uh, Twitter and Facebook over the next several days for our uh, March Logo Madness uh, polls uh, for you to vote on. We will have 24 matchups that will come out in the next four days, two, uh, six uh, each day on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, then we'll reveal the top 12 next week. Uh, thanks again to Anna Beers and Cambry Lawrence for joining James and Jordan. Thanks to James and Jordan. And then thanks to our Audible viewers. Uh, again, uh, a wonderful episode of the Get Around Podcast. And with that, episode 244 is in the books. Mm-hmm.